everybody. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Woo! Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. Uh, Holly's got the week off. Leah is filling in. Good morning. Good morning, Leah. Good morning. Uh, and no, we've, got a, uh, we've got a high of 40 degrees today, in case you were wondering. Okay. 40 degrees and kind of dank. It got damp cold yesterday. Just that misty, uh, it, it, like it was in the air. You couldn't really figure out if it was raining or if it, you were like in a steam room. But it was all just sort of wet out there. Dewy. Very, very topically dewy. I felt the dew on my skin as I was attempting to... Put up some more Christmas lights last night. How's that before. going? He's just not stopping. Slow and steady. I, uh, you know, when when you attempt to put Christmas lights in a part of your on a part of your home or in a part of your yard for the very first time, you don't totally know what you need until you're out there. So I went to the the store, got so many extension cords and uh, in the lights. But then I was like, you know what? 300 lights on this tree doesn't look great. Maybe I should like double up, do fewer trees, make them a little bit brighter. And then I ran into a couple extension cord problems. So I need to get some more things. But then once you do it the first year and then you put it all in a big container at the end of the year, then it's all there. You and got the you infrastructure too. You know I need I mean? to label it. Yes. So I, I do that like with decorations where I'll, let's just say I have a big thing of garland, yeah. right? And I'll write, I'll put a little tag on it and go, down uh, banister leading to lower level. That's you know so I mean? wise. Wow. Upstairs fireplace. So um, how will, will you um, will you put that on the container that it's in, or will you like wrap something around the garland? How are you putting the note? So on I'm it? doing. I'm taking like picture a um a tag that you see when you're shopping. Okay. In a in a clothing store. Yes. I'll put a tag on. I'll tie it around, and then I hide it. When the decoration is out, oh, I bury okay. it. Oh, but you leave it on all the time. I leave okay. it on. I just kind of bury it so you can't see it. Okay. It's, okay. it's been pretty foolproof so far. Okay. Well, that's good to know. And I'll do that with cords as well. I'll be like closest to the, I don't know, closest to the tree. Middle. Yes. yes. End. Yep. Goes into the wall outlet. Yes, that's I just great. label everything. You know what you could do those that with is those little bread tags. You know the mm-hmm. plastic clip things. Yeah, that just kind of clip the bag. Those the work ones really that well. Steve loves and collects. I know. Yes, I, Steve. I just oh, it I just took perfectly. one this morning. I opened a bag of English muffins and I was like, "Well, bread tie, you are no longer needed because you just fold it. Just fold <laughs> the plastic underneath it. Stop with this bread tie. We have stuff to do. Yeah, but you're probably uh, going uh, through uh, bread very quickly. My bread lasts uh, two weeks or more. I call my family bread camels. They'll eat like <laughs> half a loaf at once, and then nobody touches the bread for like a you know. Because they've yeah. stored up all They're of like, their yeah, we're needed yeast is now inside of them. My point is, Donna, it'll stay just as fresh whether you put that bread tie on or just fold the plastic you think so, underneath huh? it. I absolutely think so. Okay. And then we're I can see if there. you're toasting bread all the time, but if you you're not toast toasting, like I'm not a toaster. Oh, you don't toaster. like toasted bread? I don't like toasted bagels, toasted bread. What? Oh, don't. I think that if if you have to toast a bagel, it's a garbage bagel. No. Th- toasting. It should just be that. No. Mm. Like, 
crusty on the outside, softer on the inside. Yeah, so the crusty comes generally from toasting. You want to <laughs> toast it. It enhances no, the flavor I of disagree. It. I have a question about food while we're here. Uh, by the way, it's a uh, it's a Tuesday. It's the day before my favorite work day of the year. Do you know Mine that? too. The, you mean the slowest? The Wednesday <laughs> before Thanksgiving? There's something about the tone it's of the people and the excitement, the anticipation. No one's going to pull you aside and say, we need to bring you into a meeting. It's the Wednesday before. Very few people will even be working tomorrow. Yeah, that's true. And it's my favorite work day of the year it used to be my busiest work day of the year when i worked at um hee-haw country mm-hmm. because you had to get it, all those logs ready for the well not yeah. that but it's the biggest bar night of the year and i did a lot of club appearances oh so wednesday night was just you couldn't even find a parking space at the club that i would go to down in cottage grove it's crazy because they knew Deval was coming? There's a club no, in because, Grove. <laughs> there used to be rodeo. Uh was a huge it used to be a roller rink and then it oh. turned into a nightclub and then there was a lot of line dancing and stuff like that. Um no, just because it's you know, people want to go out and dance. Wow. Well, I know. can't imagine tomorrow night being like Thanksgiving is tomorrow. We need to get the kitchen ready and make sure everything's clean. Are we good on the thought tur- You know what we should do? We should go dancing tonight. <laughs> I can't imagine that coming well, up in any Well, that's because you're in a different place in life than most of these people who were going out. But, they were probably going to their mom and dad's, okay, you know? When okay. you're 22 and you come home for the holidays, yeah. Yeah, you're just, you know, getting in the car the next day and driving sure. somewhere in the afternoon. Yeah, you don't have to wake up till 11 or right. 12. Okay, all right, that yeah. makes sense. And your um, mom's going to cook for you. It is, uh, what did I say? Today's Tuesday. So we're going to play the same name game with one Rocco Bonello. That's going to happen today at 1130. We'll play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge at 1030 today. Uh, We'll also, by the end of the show, get to hear a little bit from David Letterman on his return for the very first time to the Late Show last night, which was a lot of fun. So I got to check out most of that interview. He did like three segments with with Colbert. Yeah, I just watched it myself, so very good. Yeah, that was was fun. But I need to begin with uh, real quick... In the in effort to not give my Thanksgiving guest what you might call foodborne illness, <laughs> a quick question for the group: We're doing ham, we are doing a turkey breast, uh, and then we this year, by the request of one of my nephews, what up, Trey? I they'd like me to make my and I say this humbly, world famous smoked chicken wings. You think that's going to be enough? I we don't know yet. We don't know. Okay. We don't know. One but, breast for how many people? Well, it's one turkey breast. Well, we got like I think twenty. Let me do some real quick math here. Okay. We are a family of six. Donna, write these down for me, please. Um, hold if you on just a could, second. She's going to get mad at me. Let me get I'm treating my, her like my administrative my steno. assistant. Let me get out okay. my steno pad. <laughs> hold on. Okay. All right. I just thought you usually always are taking notes during segments. Okay. I am. All right. Here we go. Uh, the Pattersons have six. Other Pattersons have five. Okay. Marokis have six. What? Um, you got hot, three. Oh, oh, the Tregoboffs have six. Okay. Uh, the Hutchin family have three. Okay. Uh, and then Janet is one. Okay. What's our total number of uh, guests? 12, at? 13, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, plus six is 27 people. Shoot. Yeah, you're in trouble. 
you 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 should make lasagna or something. <laughs> you know, just have, have something hearty and yeah. Well, we'll have a lot. You know, a lot of people do sides and stuff like that. Well, now look, I could kill a lot of people. Here's the thing: I got chicken wings from Costco. Okay. And they're the kind that I always cook. And I was like, oh, I, I was thinking I, sh- I should put those in the freezer because I got them. You know, what what day was it? Last Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday. I forget. And I was thinking, I got to put them in the freezer. And then I went to put them in the freezer. And then once you put them in the freezer, you got a whole thawing situation. You got to time everything correctly. But I went to put them in the freezer. And it said on the bag, sell by 1122. Okay. 1122 is tomorrow. Okay. So the way I think this, and I just want to group process this, the way I think is that means... They would have been satisfied if that stayed in the Costco open refrigerator until tomorrow, which then means after the sell-by, don't you have like five to seven days, depending on the protein after that? I think you're fine. Yeah, because it's been in the freezer. No, no, no. No, It's been in the fridge. You can leave something in the freezer forever. This has been in the fridge, the same place that they sell it in the fridge at Costco. But it says sell-by 1122, so in theory, I could buy that thing tomorrow. And if I bought it tomorrow and it said, oh, it's sell-by today, but that's okay, we're going to cook it tomorrow, I wouldn't be thinking anything of it. But since I bought it last week and the sell-by was so far out, it just threw me a little bit. I think you're fine. You're fine. Because you're cooking on the 20... Oh, yeah, 23rd. Yeah, you're... Okay. Yeah, you're fine. They're just telling... They're just telling the store, get rid of... They're not saying cook-by. Okay, okay. You're good. You're good. Okay, thank you. Although, I don't know if I should give advice on this because I've officially entered that stage in my life where my kids come home for dinner and they're like, mom... What is this in the fridge? How long has this been in here? The yeah. salad dressing is older than, you know. Wow, judge. And I'm like, wow, I'm there. That's I my just, era. I just reached in and grabbed a, uh, a cucumber this morning that I was going to put into a smoothie, except that thing was a Already slime a log. Yeah, that's oh, so gross my. when that happens. <laughs> um, Steve, I, I don't think you have enough food. I am a little worried about the protein situation for yeah, that many people. Because what is it? How many pounds uh, per person are you supposed to do? Have? Like one and a quarter per person if you're catering, I think. Now, now, but hear me out, though. A bu- we have a bunch of little kids, though. There are probably, of that 27, shnikes. There's of two. that 27, there are, I don't know, probably seven or eight of those people okay. are under the age of eight. So let's say you got to feed 20 to 21 people a decent amount. So like an eight-year-old... Will eat. I mean, I know a two-year-old eats like you know thirty calories a day, and it's usually like marshmallows. But yeah, some eight-year-olds will. Don't underestimate the pickiness of our children. No, I let me. I'm sorry. They might have cereal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Here's what I'm thinking. These are fair points, but these are all fair points. Um, Worst case scenario. We're putting frozen pizzas in the air fryer whenever people are looking to grease. I think we're going to be good to make one pass through. Okay. I think. You doing appetizers? Doing like a little charcuterie? Or is that the wings? There will be like a veggie, just like a little veggie tray that my sister usually brings. Not a full charcuterie. I don't have the I don't charcuterie. Think food, Donna. I don't yeah. either, Leah. I. All right. I got to. I'll see if I can talk You're going to be going back to Costco this afternoon. I'm sorry, my dude. You know what you should do? Oh, Call so one of the Stephanie's. Call a Stephanie. No, they're going to lecture me. No, yeah. they're just going to help you. <laughs> Call, yeah, call one of them and they will help you. One of them is listening right now. Call in and we'll talk to you after the break. We need help. Okay. Okay, I'll I'll figure out from Lou and the the, the women who have been putting this together what's going on. Okay, Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, Donna asked the question to the group, have you ever heard of pregnancy nose? I didn't look at this. I think I might know what we're talking about. And if we have time, 
Uh, our beloved claymation people, you know, Wallace and Gromit? Oh, of course. Big fan. Well, apparently. Oh, you don't know who they are? I, I kind of do. Well, They're there's creatures. an interesting story about a clay shortage, and could it have spelled the end of Wallace and Gromit? Oh, no. Maybe we'll have time to get into that. Uh, when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. Just don't blame Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. I have an important food update. Okay. Lou's on her way out the door, and I'm like, hey, I, we have to talk. We, do we have enough food? <laughs> Apparently, I missed a recent update. Oh, so the, oh. the, so the, 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 the women... Um, there are like three or four of the wives who spearhead the divide and conquer of our Thanksgivings. Oh. Apparently, there was a whole turkey added to the list. So now we have whole turkey, whole big A ham, turkey breast, bucket of chicken wings, multiple potato situations, green bean casserole, uh stuffing um the, the veggie trays the fruit trays okay. cranberry so yeah. we were Better. right okay. Donna and I were right yeah you needed more that, food than what you said <laughs> that is correct say it you uh, you were right thank you there we go can we isolate that and keep that on the bottom I'm going to edit that one out in the <laughs> new. it's just a bed of music that now just bumps back in from commercial uh who's making the stuffing I don't know who's on stuffing duty, but I would tell them, don't pressure yourself. This is what stovetop was created for. No one has ever made better stuffing than stovetop. I would agree. Now, I know a lot of foodies out there are like, but have you tried? Let me tell you something. Don't, don't you put a raisin in the stuffing at all. <laughs> there are some people who will sneak raisins. Like I don't even s- think we need meat. You know, some people put, yeah. like, my mom would do ground beef and sausage. So yeah. then it just turns into, a, like, like a sausage casserole. I, this thing, stuffing is meant to be just largely seasoned bread, right? Yes. Isn't that what it is? What and the heck chicken is chicken broth. Sure, okay. Yeah. I love... Celery. Stuffing. Sage. May I ask a question off topic, on topic? Okay. If you could only have one side dish, you stuffing. only get to eat... What a woman. I love stuffing. Do you? Oh, so that's, that's, I could just eat that and nothing else. Now maybe, let's think of them all. Stuffing. You have mashed potatoes. You could have some sort of sweet potato situation. Uh, we've got, oh, we're also doing Patty LaBelle. Patty! Patty! Patty LaBelle's mac and cheese is going to be at the, uh, the oh, event as well. Oh, that sounds good too. It's like a four cheese. There's a whole block of Velveeta in there and then three or four other cheeses. Okay. Um, there goes eight pounds. So you got mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the, the, the green bean casserole. I mean, a well, a well prepared mashed potato with a divot in the top for some gravy. <laughs> Are you sure you're still doing stuffing? I am. And what about you guys? Hmm. I could be talked into green bean casserole. Yeah. Um, there's a really good potato situation that somebody makes for our Thanksgiving as well. But I guess I guess I would go stuffing. Oh, mac and cheese, though. What am I but doing? But here's the thing. Stuffing isn't something people make regularly throughout the year. So it's kind of a special treat. Now, that's... That is worthy of conversation. I get why Good people point. aren't cooking an entire 
20-pound bird. Like, I get that's a long time. And then you're like, well, who the heck are we going to invite over to help us eat this giant turkey? But stuffing is always very easy. You can make and it with chicken. That, why don't we make beef. it more often? I don't know. Why are the sales of it so seasonal? You never see stuffing on people's plates. They don't offer it downstairs. They don't. I don't go to restaurants where they're like, and a side of stuffing. Good point. I don't know, Steve. Thank you. Now this. On to the show. Pregnancy nose is supposedly a real thing. Have you guys heard of this? Well, I don't know what this means yet, but I think I have an idea. Uh, Leah? I, I have heard of this. It's like... I thought it was like a discoloration, but then I was thinking of like the mask of pregnancy, but it's like when it grows, oh, the pregnancy right? mask yeah. is a Yeah, that's thing. what I thought at first when you said that. Oh, I'm thinking of the heightened sense of smell. Oh, no. It's like their origin no. story of that's their true. superhero That's life. true, too. <laughs> no, it's a physical thing. Oh. Um, apparently, many women say their noses get bigger when they're pregnant. Someone on TikTok recently said that it looked like, this. this is like, stay out of her business, <laughs> but um, Hallie Bailey has it. And she would like you to know that she does not. Uh, She had said, listen, if I see one more person or hear one more person say something about my nose one more time, there's going to be hell to pay. I'm going to lose it. Um, But apparently, so I did a little digging and apparently it has to do with like blood flow. Hmm. Have you? Well, sure. Blood is like flowing to all sorts of places, building the baby and all that stuff. So. Yeah, so I think what happens is it's temporary, and apparently, um, here let me let me tell you what I what I know here. It's uh, like related to like preeclampsia, isn't it? Yes, that sounds right, like, or can be a sign of that. Maybe your nose is fine, first of all, um, but this symptom they appear your it appears to be bigger towards the end of pregnancy. Everything is bigger and towards the end of pregnancy. Plus, you get also um, frequent nasal drainage. Hmm. And this is all because of hormones. Oh. It's like, um, it's due to hormonally med- mm-hmm. med- increase in people's circulated blood volume. Does it decrease then after the baby It arrives? takes about, I think, they said 20 days after. Okay. Okay. Um, so it, it'll be a few weeks after you have the baby and everything will go back to, to normal. Okay. I'm going to have to go look at my maternity pictures and see if my nose was bigger. I don't remember yeah. that. Huh. But no. you know, to your point, Leah, everything is bigger at that know, point. So it's all big. sort of proportional. Everything's just, right. you know, you're, there's a lot that's happening in the body. Six weeks after giving birth should go away. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Donna. Oh, my gosh. I think Chrissy Teigen even tweeted uh, at one point about her nose being huge during oh. pregnancy. Huh. I never never noticed that. Never heard of that. Me that either. Huh. All um, right, well. If you're not fans of Wallace and Gromit, the studio behind the, uh, the Wallace and Gromit and Shaun the Sheep characters reassured fans yesterday that dis- despite other reports... It has plenty of clay to continue its stop animation franchises indefinitely. There is a uh, the shuttering of a place called New Clay Products, which is where Wallace and Gromit producers got all of the clay for stop motion. 
it's a it's a certain type of clay that is moldable but won't melt under studio lights when they do all this oh, stop motion animation. And they said, look, A, we've already bought up a ton of it, so we knew about the shuttering that was going to happen. We're good. And we're looking into other solutions. So don't worry. If you hear of a clay shortage and Wallace and Gromit going anywhere, not going to happen. Wouldn't be prudent. Thank you. Thank you, Donna. All right. We'll be right back. All right. In the meantime, it's Donna for Bradshaw and Bryant. I've got a message about how social media posts can actually be used against you in a personal injury case. It is probably the last thing you're thinking about after, you know, let's say a car accident. And let's face it, these days, it's pretty normal to post about things that happen to you, good and bad. But here is the thing that you need to know and something I learned from Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. Insurance adjusters can use and will use anything they can to keep you from getting what you truly deserve financially in the way of a settlement. Your social media posts can be uh, twisted. It can be taken out of context. That includes both words and pictures. You only have one shot at winning your injury claim, so be really careful with your post. And if you've been in an accident that results in injury, don't wait. Schedule a free consultation with Mike Bryant at Bradshaw and Bryant. He's real easy to find at Minnesota Personal Injury. Dot com. I'm going home. Oh. I knew it was coming. <laughs> hey guys, we're back. Clearly. Hey, hey Steve. It's the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Steve, are you watching anything right now? You know, I'm catching up a little bit on Silicon Valley, which is it's been off the air for a few years. It's on HBO Max. This is a comedy that lasted five or six seasons, and so I'm watching the final season. I mentioned it maybe earlier this week or last week that it was sort of an airplane show for me. It would be available on planes, so I started watching it on planes, and then from here and there I'd pick up. So, yeah, I I am very much watching it while putting in a load of whites, and for me, putting in a load of whites means scrolling TikTok or Instagram, and then I'll put the phone down for a little bit, but then it'll go to an ad, and then I get sucked into the vortex of, of TikTok. Got it. Okay. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. I wanted to let you know that Kevin Hart is getting his own show on ESPN2. Um, so The Deuce. Oh, ESPN2? <laughs> they used to call it The Deuce. No, yeah. Did they? Oh, I, yeah, they I really remember did. the Ocho. I don't remember The Deuce. <laughs> the Ocho be- became a joke because through of- <laughs> Dodgeball. Oh, right. Remember the show? Uh, wasn't that on the movie Dodgeball? Where they were like, now they were airing something on the Ocho, but that was because they started calling ESPN two the Deuce. Oh, that's interesting. It was a joke. Wasn't there wasn't there a sport guy named Ocho? Ocho Cinco, Chad Ocho Cinco. Ocho Cinco. His name was Chad Johnson, and then he legally changed his name on the back of the jersey and everything to Ocho Cinco, which was eighty five. Okay, and that's his football number. Okay, wow, good memory, guys. Impressed with that. Yeah, it's a little, you know. Foggy. Go look up Chad Ochocinco. That's a good-looking yes. guy. He um, he says that every day he eats like McDonald's. He is in incre- like incredibly lean and shredded. He's probably got good genes. Great smile, just like a handsome guy, funny guy. Didn't he date like Cheryl Burke when he was on Dancing with the Stars? Listen Wait. to me. I I oh got my random. Gosh, you just know Ocho Cinco so well. No, I just have random <laughs> facts right. in my head. You do this job long enough, and oh. you've just got little bits and pieces. Donna, look up Chad Ocho Cinco. No shirt. I don't Pat, want to. Pappy feel bad about Pappy. Ew, David. Oh my so gosh! Gross. Crap, man. 
Ocho Cinco shirtless. Okay, I'm going now. All right. And then do it with Terrell Owens. We used to do this in college. Oh, my God. See, and this man eats McDonald's virtually every day is what he used to say. So, yeah, you got genetics got to be on your side. Oh, my. Because when I eat McDonald's, I can actually sometimes see the fries land in my love hand. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> I can feel it if I didn't chew it well enough. Uh, anyway, Kevin Hart, back oh, yeah. to him. Um, his show is going to be based on the Manning cast. Yeah. The Eli and Peyton Manning Which show. people people love. That's an alternative Monday Night Football broadcast. So you can watch the traditional broadcast or go over to ESPN2. Okay. And then watch Peyton and Eli. The game is on, but you don't hear the commentators. And Peyton and Eli, as though you were in a living room with them, just comment on the game. So I guess Kevin Hart has been a guest on that show, which kind of sparked you know, interest from ESPN executives. Sure. And then um, I, I don't know what his version is going to be like, but he'll probably bring in guests while watching games. You know, while and he's going to do. Is he doing this for NBA games? He is. Yeah. Well, that, he's he's a regular in the NBA's, you know, celebrity yeah, all star game too. Yes, yes. You can see him courtside, um, quite a bit. But okay, that's Good fun. Yeah. All okay. Right. Yeah. That'll, that'll be fun. I don't know when it starts. Uh, I'll get back to you on that. Okay. He is very funny. He is. The, he's what a funny a, guy. Yeah. Meaning he doesn't need, like, movie writers to make it funny. Some of his funniest bits are if you watch him and Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, when they do press together for movies they've been in, they are so funny back and forth. It's just great. And even his uh, his old show that he did, um, Heart to Heart, the interview show that he did, He remember the time that he had everybody thought it was an awkward exchange with Don Cheadle? Nope. Where he talked about how old Don Cheadle was. Point. It was such a funny little bit that the two of them were in on. But he is just. My point is, put him in any situation. He's entertaining and he's funny. He was also on uh, the podcast. Come on, Will Arnett, uh, Jason Bateman, yes, arm, yes. no, arm no, no, arm that's, uh, it's called. The, 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 the not so good. What is it? What do they call it? It's something self-aware, right? Uh, the the no all all ears on. tuned. Wait, don't tell me when you see it. Okay, I'm gonna look it up right now. Oh, irresponsible, not irsatiable, <laughs> illovable, immovable. You're, you're kind of um, close. I know, I know, I know. I got. Oh, okay. You want a um, hint? Wait. Opposite of dumb. Smartless. <laughs> yeah, hey, you got you there. Got there. He was on that, and he was hysterical. Yeah. So stinking funny. Yeah, he's a funny guy. That'll he, be fun. He's also be a decent actor. People. He, will, he will make fun of NBA players. You know, if they have a bad shot or something like that, God forbid an air ball, he, he will lean into them on this show. That'll Faux be fun. show. Um, okay, so I finished The Crown, part one. Mm. <gasps> you did. Did you finish it? Not finished yet. No, it's fine. What my plan episode? while I throw in a load of whites tonight. You can't throw in a load of weight, whites. You have to watch. What? Where are you? Okay, just I finished episode three. Okay. Yeah. Episode four. Rocks I the world. was bawling. <gasps> I, w- I could not stop crying. It was so good. It, the acting is incredible. The person who plays... Um, 
Mohammed mm-hmm. Al Fayed. That actor, he better win some awards. He is, I believe that he is the person that he's playing. I have totally immersed myself into this whole thing. I think I'm watching like them. Yes. You know, wow. like even Prince Charles, like when I first started watching yeah, I'm last not a big season, fan of him. Wasn't super fan of the casting, but it's kind of working a little better for me now. I'm still like totally engrossed. Oh, Steve, it is. Steve, it's so good. Unbelievable. I highly recommend oh. this season of The Crown. Okay. Just okay. especially having witnessed yes what had happened, you know, from a news and pop culture standpoint and to see it on the screen played out and some of the like they take some liberties mm-hmm. and obviously we don't know what happened in private conversations between uh, like Camilla and Charles when they or yeah. or Dodie and Diana oh. when they're in alone in a hotel room and having a con- we right. don't know if that really happens right, right? but the way they they are presenting this story is off the charts good it is so creative so well produced so well directed i i think i had heard um another one of the shows talking about how there spoiler alert not really there are some scenes where the ghost of diana comes up but it's done brilliantly it's not as cheesy as you it's would not, think it's brilliant it is so good so highly recommend okay i have one note on this show though okay i don't know if we talked about this and this is not a spoiler, but that first scene when it first starts, so the first two minutes you're watching the show, and the guy's walking his dog. Yes. And he pulls out the cell phone. Yes. Okay. I was alive in that year. I was like 20. I was living in downtown Minneapolis when Diana died. And so I right. remember this time. I did not have a cell phone. My friends did not have cell phones. I mean, maybe we were just rubes and really poor, but did people like have cell phones to pull out? Was it a quickly? big a big one like a it Zach Morris like cell a phone? Big brick. Like a brick? It was the, what year was it, 97? So that was, what, 97? Yeah. Uh, he pulls out, the, do you remember this scene? Did that? Yeah, oh, well, yeah, I mean. It'll, it'll yeah. come back. Yeah. It'll, there'll mm. be more about yes. yeah, that, yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of. Yeah. Um, but, 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 you know, a cell know. phone. It's just kind of like a weird put. 1997. You know, like, okay, okay. I had a pager. Um, there were cell phones. They were the flip phones. They were a little Ooh. bit bigger. I mean, did you have one back then? They had little antennas. Um. Steve, did your mom? If I did, it was then? a very early. No was this ninety seven? Yeah, yeah. So I would have been thirty one. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, there were cell phones, and maybe he was wealthy. Okay, I mean, yeah, it's like <laughs> in Paris, and yeah, I mean, I guess so. And you know, I, I don't mind that as much. I mean, he could have run to a a payphone in real life, right? But just maybe in the interest of. Just yeah. telling the story. It's just kind of a weird moment for me. That's the, that's the one note I have. Got it. I, I got it. I isn't see it, it funny how <laughs> little things can pop the bubble for you? And you're like, nope, I'm not buying this anymore. I'm usually continuity girl, you know, where I'm like, wait a second. Like, early on in The Crown, okay, there is a scene where the queen, as a young girl, is looking into the mirror. And then it morphs, you know, into... Mm-hmm. An adult queen. They had different color eyes. One had brown eyes, one had blue eyes. And I was like, that's a catch. Really? That Mm. kind of bugged me in the moment. But I went in the big scheme of things. I guess it's forgivable. I don't know. Steve, you got to get on board. It is so excellent. I love (laughs) your love 
before it. I gotta watch Elf first. No, I gotta watch Elf first. <laughs> Don't watch Elf. You've seen watch... Elf a hundred times. Donna, you, I think, miss out on the the whimsy what of the holidays. People are going for when they watch a holiday movie. They're not thinking. Wonder how this will turn out. They are watching the movie in the same way that one wears a throw blanket because they know how it will make them feel. Okay. Well said, Steve. All right, well, that was poetic. I, I've never been the kind of person who'd go for like the goofy movie. No. <laughs> like the goofy movie that. No, yeah. not the goofy movie. <laughs> you bite terrible. your tongue. You bite your tongue. <laughs> like you know the the silly movie. It wouldn't be my first choice ever. Like if I had a choice right now to go see a movie. It would be like Priscilla over whatever Christmas movie or comedy with Will, Mm. what's-his-face. Feral. That guy. That dude. (laughs) Elf is in theaters right now. Re-released in theaters last Friday. That's very cute. I don't know if I need to see Elf in the theater. The Crown is not going to make its way to my viewing until the earliest that it would happen, probably, I'll tell you when, is uh, like December 18th or 19th. Okay. I think the rest of the family will have already left to go to home to Pennsylvania for Christmas at that point. And I'll have a few days as a bachelor pad. And, uh, oh, yeah, what a bachelor pad it will be when I put on episode one of the most recent season of The Crown. Give us a call. We'll do some face masks. We'll watch yes. The Crown. We'll eat cookie dough. Oh, yeah. Girl dinner. <laughs> All right. Get around to it. I'm going to follow up with you on that, okay? Please don't. All right. Uh, Got to go. We're going to come back, though. We've got things that we have seen that we want to tell you about. Wayne Brady had an interesting day out on the roads yesterday. We'll tell you about that. Um, And then also, you know the Sphere in Las Vegas? Yeah. Well, they want to put one in London. Just one problemo. I'll tell you what it is when we come back. Don and Steve on my talk. Oh, hey, guys. You know what? If you are looking for health insurance, I want to remind you that open enrollment is here. And you don't need to look any further than Minsure.org. Minsure can help you find, choose, and enroll in comprehensive health coverage. And it's the only place that you can get financial help to lower the cost of insurance. And by the way, this is a free service. Find the right insurance for you and your family. And then keep in mind that most Minnesotans actually qualify for financial help. Certified Minsure assisters can help you in person. They can help you over the phone. They can do it virtually. I personally know how overwhelming it can be to choose the right health care coverage. So it's nice to know that there is free help out there. If you lost medical assistance or Minnesota care, you may be able to get new coverage through Minsure. Minsure does not sell health insurance. I want to be clear about that. They help you find it. Get started today at Minsure.org. Hey, it's dance party. Here at High Talk 107.1. Yeah, it's nice to have some upbeat stuff and none of that Louis Capaldi <laughs> garbage. Yeah, I think he's officially been uh, taken off of the playlist. Sorry, dude. I'm sure you're a really sweet guy. It took a village to get it done. <laughs> it and really we love did. him. And we want him on the show. I do. Donna doesn't. No, I don't. There's a documentary him. about him out right now. I don't know what, what streaming service it is, but oh. you can check it out. Thanks, Donna. You're welcome. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? 
time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Wow. Wayne Brady. This must be one of the nicest guys in Hollywood, right? That's what they say. And very talented. Holy cow, that guy's got a lot of talent. Well, he was in a car accident. And this happened in Malibu. And I guess what happened was he was driving down the Pacific Coast Highway on Sunday night. And for whatever reason, another car hit him. So both drivers pulled over. And then things got heated. They started an intense argument that escalated into a physical altercation. Oh, brother. After the fight, the other driver got back in his car and took off down the highway. He calls 911, as in Wayne Brady. Hmm. Sheriff uh, deputies ultimately found the guy. They ended up arresting him for battery DUI and hit and run. And... um. Yeah, I guess the fire department even responded to the scene. And Wayne Brady, he's okay. He didn't need to be taken to the hospital, but he's banged up and he's sore. Hmm. And so he's taking it easy right now. But holy cow, that is scary. scary. Yeah. Yikes. I w- so I went, it's funny. We live in such a video day and age. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Let's watch this video of him fighting some guy after uh, a fender bender. Where do you find the video? There isn't video. That's oh. my point. Oh. I <laughs> That's why I'm so conditioned to everything being on camera because of, you know, just cell phones and there's surveillance everywhere and people have dash cams. We're living in Big Brother town. We truly are. We're in BBT. There's no doubt about it. You if you think you could get away with anything, you're wrong. Yeah. There is a camera on you probably 80% of your day. I feel like the only way that you could actually have something truly, truly protected and private this day and age is like if you had to like meet with someone else and discuss something, okay, something serious, confidential, is the two of you, you're going to be, you're going to need to be in swimsuits and in a field. The swimsuits is for knowing that they're not wearing a wire, Donna. Okay. And the field is so that you can lay down in corn and people can't see you. That's the only place you can have a quiet conversation these days. Oh, I would hope your doctor's office would be another place. Oh, I don't think so. I don't know about that. How about going to the doctor's office these days? Tell me more. (laughs) Like... You don't even have to interact with anybody. You send it, you get a text, then you mm-hmm. text when you arrive. Okay. Like when you park. You then, check in on a little kiosk or something there. Then you, you go into the waiting room. You don't even have to talk to the person behind the desk. Then they send you a text and they say, okay, walk through the double doors, turn left, and proceed to exam room 14. Wow. On your left. And then you just go in there and you sit in there. And you send a little message, and you're like, I'm here. Does it then say, take off your clothes, put this back door open (laughs) robe on, and feel vulnerable for the next 18 minutes, and then the doctor will knock when your guard is finally down? It does not say that. A nurse Mm. will come in and take your blood pressure and all that. I tell you what. 
I tell you what. I love getting my blood pressure taken. Oh, you I should find get, it I have very one at relaxing. Home. I have a little. Bring it in. We should be checking oh. each other's BP a little more often. We'll do. But the, you know what I like? You ever had your hands stepped on? Um, <laughs> I don't know where this is going. What doesn't feel like that to me? I mm. if you ever you should lay down face to the ground. Okay. That's that's the best way to do it. But you could do it. Either way, your palms will be up, though. But face down, palms up is the best. Okay. And then you would have someone step on the palms of your hands. Okay. And it provides such a great acupressure. Okay. In the same way that, think of the massage chairs, where they squeeze your feet and then they slowly release. I find that to be, in in some ways, more therapeutic... Not quite that, you freak. More like, uh, <laughs> instead of like a, a shiatsu style, which I like that kind of a massage, it feels like you get more therapeutic benefit from the, the squeeze, hold, and then release. I like so it. I go back to getting my blood pressure taken. I'm like, this is a cheap massage. Let's do it. Huh. That's you ever get a manicure, Steve? They'll just massage your hands. 35 See, bucks at the strip mall. I have a few times. But uh, what I want to do is say, can you just squeeze my hand? Or is it okay if I lay on the ground? Could you just step on my hands here for like 30 seconds each palm? You're put on a list for that. <laughs> you know, I once got a pedicure, <clears throat> and they they went to uh, – Lou and I were doing this when we were dating in high school. We go, we get a pedicure, and I was like, okay, this is just like a fun, silly experience. I hate people touching my toes. It was not great. But then I thought, I'm in it for the calf massage. No lie. She then, my jeans are pulled up to about my knees, and I'm ready for this calf massage. And then the woman said to me, too hairy. And she did not <laughs> massage my legs. And let me tell you, ladies, That's my legs are not too hairy. I have very little hair on my legs. I thought, I'm sure there are some women who come in here in February doing worse than I'm doing right now. And I bet you massage their legs. That, Sexist, I should have sued. <laughs> I, I, that, I mean, no, she should not have said that. Too hairy was too what hairy. she said to me. Too hairy, <laughs> moved on. No massage. And I was like 17. What am I going to do? Start demanding my leg massage? Did you have to pay for it? Yes, I had to pay for it. You pay for the pedicure. They don't say, like, here's the pedicure, and then you're, they, don't, they don't itemize your bill. It's just supposed to be baked into the pedicure process. I'm so sorry that that happened to you. London wanted a sphere. Nice segue. <laughs> like the sphere that they have in Las Vegas. Oh, for like the U2 thing? Yeah. Everyone wants a sphere now. But guess what? They're not getting it. London's mayor, Sadiq Khan, has reportedly rejected a proposal that would have brought a new sphere to East London's Stratford District because of the harmful effects of light pollution on local residents. So I think to his point, he's saying, look, in Vegas, you put the sphere up, it's big, it's bright, it's eye-catching to be sure, but you're in the middle of a giant Desert. city casino. Oh, no, I'm, okay. no, the strip is just okay. so bright, bright as it is. In London, in their Stratford district, I don't know how bright it is, but I'm guessing a whole heck of a lot less bright than Vegas. And so I think he, he have may have made a good decision there. Okay. Thanks for sharing. Let's dance. <sighs> Leah, thank you. Hey, thank I'll you, see you Leah. tomorrow. You will. We'll be here. Best All work right. day of the year tomorrow. Hey, when we come back, though.
Uh, people have been speculating whether or not Adele and Rich Paul are married. We think she may have uh, told us very recently. We'll tell you what she said. Bye.